Welcome to the Sadler Lectures podcast. Responding to popular demand, I'm converting my philosophy videos into sound files you can listen to anywhere you can take an MP3. If you like what you hear and want to support my work, go to patreon.com sadler. I hope you enjoy this lecture. In question two of Prima Secunda of the Summa Theologia, Thomas Aquinas is considering what could possibly be happiness. What are the candidates for genuine and full human happiness? And in articles two through four, after having considered wealth in article one, he's going to consider three other things that are are kind of closely related that human beings often mistakenly think happiness to consist in. Often because of the lack, they say, oh, if I could just have this, then my life would be fulfilled and I would be particularly happy. And those three things are honors, honoribus, right? In honoribus, fame or glory, Nowadays, we might actually say celebrity and power or authority, positions, being able to control, being able to tell other people what to do. And so all of these, you notice, have to do with the social world and how it is that we human beings interact with each other. So, you know, being respected by other people, having them tell us what great persons we are, getting lots of thumbs up or likes or something like that in social media. Fame, glory, celebrity, people, you know, talking about us, having a reputation, and then being able to determine how things go within the social world because you are in a higher part of the status hierarchy and you're able to to tell people what to do. So these are things that people do, in fact, desire. They do strive for them and they value them. And why is it the case? Well, if we look at the objections in the text, Thomas is putting forth arguments that other people would say. He says that happiness is the reward of virtue, but honor more than anything else seems to be that by which virtue is rewarded. So it's a sign that we've made it if we get honor. Uh, He also notes that in a way being honored is like being like God or people, he says, of great excellence. That seems to be especially happiness, which is the perfect good. And so honor would presumably make us like that. If we go down to fame and glory, you know, why people would think that's the case. There's another similar thing he says. Happiness seems to consist in that which is paid to the saints for the trials they've undergone in the world, but this is glory. So if we're like thinking about the saints, probably not what most people thinking about reputation, fame, or glory are thinking about. But if we were, then that would be kind of similar to that discussion in honor. But there's other cases. He says, here's another one. Happiness is the most enduring good. This seems to be fame or glory. Why? Why would that be the case? Because by this, men attain to eternity after a fashion. So Boethius says in the Consolation, you seem to beget unto yourselves eternity when you think of your fame in future time. Now, of course, Boethius is saying that in order to knock it down, and so is Thomas. But there are a lot of people who mistakenly think that fame, glory, reputation, celebrity is going to last forever. And in some respects, there's nothing sadder than seeing somebody who expects everyone to know who they are and they are no longer somebody. When we get to power, now we're in a somewhat different realm. And here, in addition to these motifs that we've already had before, there's some other things that are coming up, right? 
He says that happiness would seem to consist in power. Why? All things desire to become like to God. Men who are in power seem on account of the similarity of power to be most like God. So happiness would consist in power. That's similar to the honor thing or the fame or glory. But Aquinas says, this is an argument that he gives without bringing anybody else in. Happiness is the perfect good. The highest perfection for a human being is to be able to rule others, which belongs to those who are in power. So a lot of people do see things this way. They orient their life around bossing other people around or getting to be the person behind the scenes who decides, you know, all of the things that then the, the figureheads, the people who are the fame and glory, they end up having to enact, right? A third thing that he says is that since happiness is supremely desirable, it's contrary to that which before all is to be shunned. What is that? More than anything else, Thomas says, human beings shun servitude. They don't want other people to tell them what to do. They want freedom in a certain sense to be able to determine for themselves and not have somebody else telling them how they have to behave or when they have to do things. So by that argument, power would indeed be the, the highest good. Now, Thomas is going to point out one other thing in this as well. People are willing to sacrifice other things that might be considered happiness, like wealth or pleasure for these things. What's the evidence for it? People do, in fact, behave that way, right? The person who puts in 80 hour weeks for months and months on end so that they can win the prize or be employee of the month or whatever it is, or getting to be in charge because of, you know, the, the way that our, our meritocracy works or doesn't work. That would be an instance of that. Thomas points out four general problems with all of these, and it's good to concentrate on those. And we can come back to some of the more specific problems with other ones. So the first general problem is, if it really was the greatest good, then you wouldn't find it in bad or evil people, right? He says, since happiness is the human being's supreme good, it's incompatible with any evil. All of these things can be found in both good and in evil people. So that by itself is not a particularly strong argument, but when you put it together with the others, you can see where he's going with this. A second thing that's probably more on point, if something's gonna be happiness, then it should be complete, all right? And he says that people who have these things, power, fame, honor, they still lack other goods when they have them. They may not actually have that pleasant of a life or their pleasure consists just in exercising power. They could be lacking in health. They could be lacking in all sorts of other things. These are not complete, as many people come to realize once they do have the opportunity to possess and enjoy them. You know, a third one that's kind of the flip side of this is that happiness, if it truly is complete happiness, it should render us free from evils. He says, since happiness is the perfect good, no evil can accrue to anyone therefrom. But not only can we suffer evil, evil can come to us from these things. He uses the example of wealth. He says, sometimes riches are kept to the hurt of the owner. And this is, is a sign that wealth is not happiness. But we can think about honor, right? You get honored for something. And then precisely because you were honored for that thing, you're going to be held in dishonor later. 
Same thing can happen with power. Same thing can happen with fame or glory. Oh man, they were so 1999, right? People said in 2000. I don't, I'm not interested in that celebrity anymore. Well, that's, that's, that's a problem, right? And particularly if you consider fame or celebrity, there's all sorts of problems that can arise out of that. One of them is that you can't actually figure out who your real friends are and who is just either trying to take advantage of you or infatuated by your celebrity, right? And we can say similar things with power. And these are real signs that it's not happiness itself. Finally, the fourth point that Thomas makes is that these are goods of fortune. That is, they are due to external causes. You might say, well, why is that a problem? Couldn't you just be like happy because you were lucky and, and you wound up with the, the right sorts of things? Thomas says human beings are ordained to happiness through principles that are in them because we're ordained there too naturally. So there would have to be something developing within us. This is sort of in the background of what Thomas is saying that would allow us to enjoy genuine happiness. Genuine happiness would not just be a function of what we happen to be lucky in getting. It would be a matter of the development of ourselves as human beings. So those are problems. With these three in particular, there are some other specific issues that he points out as well. You know, one of the things is that we're really not like God when it comes to our enjoyment of these things. And in the case of power, it's a very good thing for a person to make good use of power and ruling. It's also a bad thing if they make a bad use of it. And talking about fame or glory and also talking about honors, he says, well, who are you getting that from? Does it matter who is giving you the homage or respect? Do you want it from everybody? Or do you want it from the people who you value, whose opinions you think matter because they're not stupid or they have something to contribute or they themselves have excelled? I'll give you just one prime example. You know, I could make some music videos and put them on YouTube and do some outrageous things while I'm playing my bass guitar or my banjo. I'm not very good at either. And I could, you know, if I if did the right keywords and did the right kind of outrageous behavior, I might get, you know, millions and millions of views and people would be like, yeah, should put him on a, a talk show, bring him in. I would still suck as a musician, right? <laughs> And if I want to be honored, you know, if I want to win some award or something, I don't want it to come from a bunch of people I don't actually know or care about. I would want to be valued by people who actually work within the field. So let's switch gears. Let's say it's about philosophy, right? If I'm going to be honored for my work in philosophy, I don't just want it to be a bunch of random people or some latest website trying to make a, a name for itself and creating lists. I want people who I actually value to say, yeah, you're doing good work, man. I like what you're doing. That would actually be meaningful to me. And that's because those are the people who actually do matter in terms of these measures. But even if I don't get that, I can still be happy. These are not what happiness consists in, according to Thomas Aquinas. Special thanks to all of my Patreon supporters for making this podcast possible. You can find me on Twitter at Philosopher70, on YouTube at the Gregory B. Sadler channel, and on Facebook on the Gregory B. Sadler page. Once again, to support my work, go to patreon.com Sadler. Above all, keep studying these great philosophical works.